now. Uh, it's time for our regular musical segment here on Late Nights. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, the voice is suddenly disappearing. Uh, and my guest tonight uh, always seemed destined for a career in music. Chloe Clark was just 11 years old when she joined her first band. She went on to study music at the University of KZN and since then has appeared twice on Idols, once on The Voice, and she's even sung backup for Irish heartthrob Ronan Keating. She recently released her latest album, She Encountered Wonderland, and I'm delighted that Chloe joins us in studio this morning. Chloe, welcome. It is fantastic to have you in studio with us all the way from Durban. All the way. Hey, all the way down the hill, as one would say. All the way down the hill. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Listen, is it right that you started your own band at just 11 years old? I actually joined. It doesn't start my own. I won't take credit for that, but someone needed a pianist. Right. And they put my hand up. So, um. So you joined a band? I joined a band. At yes. 11. Yes. How fun is that? <laughs> what were your parents saying that you were joining a band at 11? I mean, in my mind, Stand I've got band, you. Baby. Yeah. That's, that's, in my mind, I've got you packing a bag, going, bye mom, bye dad, and just hitting the road with a bunch of heavies. In the metropolis of Moy River, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's in Natal, in a tiny town, for those of you that don't know where it is. That's adorable. What was the name of the band, please? Don't laugh. It was called One Way. One Way. I think there probably are 55 bands called One Way, but anyway, it was called One Way. One Way. And what kind of band was it? So it was like a contemporary Christian band. Okay, yeah? lovely. Mm. So I did all the sort of like backing harmonies and then the four chord progressions, which was great because at 11, I think you can only play four chords. Yes. Well, I don't <laughs> unless know you're a prodigy. I mean, I've seen some of those. Yeah, unless you're Mozart, in which case you're writing your own symphonies and various things. But yeah. Overachievers. Overachievers. <laughs> Showing up the rest Not of quite us. there. No. <laughs> so when did you start playing? So I started uh, when I was eight years of age. Yeah, so we had a little piano at home. And I always wanted to play, so I'd go and make up little songs and tinkle, tinkle, tinkle. And my mother said, you're only allowed to start when you're eight, otherwise you're not going to practice. So ah. I waited and I waited, and the day I turned eight, I was like, I can start piano now. And then Were I, you I really that excited? I was so excited. Oh. <laughs> and did you practice when you I were did. told? I did. I actually did. Yes. I didn't always practice what she gave me, right. also because I hated reading. So I'd always just like listen to what I need to play and then kind of make it up. Ah. But it was, yeah, it was great. And lessons started, that's it, at the age of, at the age of eight. And they did, yeah. Then she stopped teaching a couple of years later. Then I went to a contemporary piano teacher and she was also wonderful. Then I joined bands and just started playing in every school possible activity yeah. and. Wow. Then I went and studied it a little later on. Yeah, you did. Yeah. So are you from a musical family? I mean, you've got a piano. You had a piano. I mean, listen, I wouldn't say that. Right. Uh, my mother uh. plays. She dabbles. My mother also dabbles. My father, I mean, he, he sings only recently when I, I got him to sing a song with me at school at our big talent show. And he thought he was a bit of a rock star. Couldn't quite remember the lyrics. We had to take a month to learn them. Oh, amazing. And um, other than that, no, not not at all. <laughs> So I don't know. Just an anomaly within the. I, I like the to Clark put it down family. to listening to classical music from a very young age. <laughs> is that what you were listening to? I, it was. Yeah. Yes. So who knows? And is that because that's what your parents were listening to? It is. Yeah. <laughs> great music. Yeah. <laughs> well, I grew up on classical music, and, and you're great. Can and you it sing? Do me any harm. <laughs> 
can actually. I'd love to hear. Yeah, I can <laughs> sing, and and I think that that is largely because I grew up listening to classical music. Um, my mum was very musical. My dad not so much, but he loved music. Um, and pop music, as much as I I then grew to love it because that's kind of what happens when you get to eleven and twelve. It wasn't really allowed in our house. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't banned, but it wasn't what was you know. It wasn't what was played. It wasn't so what was played. And we listen, were, if you little, you can't say I don't want to listen to this, mum and dad. Definitely that's not. not how things that's work. Not how things worked at all. <laughs> And so it was only later, uh, and and I also when I started playing the piano, I played classic. I was playing classical music as much as I didn't necessarily want to. I wanted to be playing the latest hits by yeah. Kylie Minogue and Jason yes. Donovan. Um, I wasn't doing Britney. That. She yeah. was my favorite. Br- Britney. That was a few years later. I was probably in my twenties. Oh. Remember that I'm thirty eight years old. So hey, I'm thirty. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> was not. I was not playing Britney at the age she of eight years old. She was my first actual hard cover CD. I know. Really? Yes. Mine yes. was Celine Dion. Oh, that's the, that's beautiful. The great, <laughs> the great and talented Celine. Her voice, though, Liz Celine, <laughs> um, who I still adore to this day. She is great. <laughs> I was like, I think I should talk now. <laughs> say something. What do you, what can you say to Celine Dion? Her vocals. Let's just have a moment. There. Powerhouse. But even still now, cause you often think like over the years your vocals start to deteriorate, but she obviously is just Not using Celine. really great vocal control and vocal skills Diaphragm. to keep it going. She's got uh, a you know, very strong, I've very had it on strong. very good authority that is Celine it? Dion's diaphragm. Did they touch it? Is, <laughs> is like a brick wall. <laughs> I'm sure. I am, of course, talking about her vocal diaphragm and not her contraceptive device. I should just point that out at this stage. It's a very good I know disclaimer. A, a caveat, <laughs> I like to think, because I know nothing about her involvement in that area. It could be, I don't know, I don't know. I'm quite glad you don't. <laughs> it would be a bit odd. I think we all are. Okay, so 11 years old, you're in the band, and then what happens? You're playing in school, you're playing in other bands, yes. and you decide that you want to study. At what point does that happen? So I think I was in about maybe grade 11 or matric, mm. and I hadn't done all the necessaries to get into uh, music school. One uh, must do one's grade five and yes. must have one's music theory up Why to scratch. Why have you not done your necessaries? Because I was very lazy and I like to play by the ear. <laughs> Which is frowned upon, I believe. Which is very much frowned upon. Mm. Anyway, so I took a bit of a gap year and caught up on all of those things that I needed. And then Good I took you. a bit of a detour and started studying business and then eventually four years later enrolled at the University of KwaZulu-Natal and did my BA Ms and then went on to do my honours after that. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. What does that look like as a as a course? I'm always fascinated because I did law, so it's not, oh, it's not and people know what that would look like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it was quite hectic. So studying music was the best fun. I actually I thought I was like I was like, oh, this is too good to be true because mm. you basically are doing everything you love and you're getting credits. So I was like, oh, I'm doing like a big vocal ensemble and I'm getting credits. Like where I'm doing harmonies with all these cool people. How nice. Oh, now I'm like learning how to record. Oh, oh, I'm getting credits. Oh, now I'm learning very exciting things on the piano. I mean, there was a lot of practice that went into yeah. it, but, but I, I felt like I was cheating my way through a degree because I was like, this is, this is amazing. Fun. This is so fun. Yeah. 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 It was that you found yourself. Now you've done a couple of reality TV. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh, why do you, why the sharp intake of breath, madam? Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what I feel about them still. You know, I think they, they what really did you do idols and the voice. I did two times of idols. Two times of idols. And one times of the, the voice. Yeah. yeah. This is the voice. And, um, to be honest, 
I think the best part about those reality shows is you get to meet amazing musicians yeah. all over South Africa. And um, so for me, that was the absolute best part. I mean, with Idols, it's such a negative show. It mm. is. It's just mm. like a negative sort of atmosphere that even just when anyone would post anything online about you, everyone's just always negative, negative. Really? So whereas with The Voice, it was a lot more positive. So I eventually, with when I did Idols, I, I stopped reading those things because it's just sure. so, it really, it cuts you. Yeah. Um, and then when I was eventually kicked off, um, I, you just you just feel like you're in the wrong industry. So it really like it it hit me quite hard, and I was like, maybe I'm doing the wrong thing. Maybe I'm not good enough. Mm. Um, and it took me quite a while to kind of pick back up from that and be like, actually, I was doing this because I love it, and I, I don't think I'm too bad. So, um, so yeah. Then when when the voice came around and um, they were yeah just doing some scouting and said, do you want to audition? And I was like, oh, I don't know. Uh, Oh, I remember that feeling. From, so um, I remember that feeling. You know when you've just been through a bad breakup yeah. and you're like, I don't know if I'm ready for raw. this. <laughs> Not you're ready to commit. Terribly, terribly raw from the from idols and Gareth. I haven't got over Randall saying I'm not good enough. Yeah, yeah. But What's anyway, he like he was actually so sweet. Was he yeah, really? They were all lovely. Oh, he seems like such a horror. No, he was great. Hey, Randall. Hey, Randy. Hi, hi Randall. I just said you sound like an absolute horror. <laughs> you do, though. Um, he's a he's a big fan of mine too, so that's all right. Well, he has to be. Yeah, no, he, enormous. Um, so the voice, though, for me, seemed to be a bit of a breath of fresh air. It, yeah. The focus seemed to be a lot more on musicality, um, a lot more on bigging somebody up rather than trying to trying to tear them down and yeah. say, "Well, yeah. you're the best of a bad bunch." It was very much like you are. Talented. You're great. You're, yeah. you're great, regardless yeah. of where you even get in this competition. Absolutely. And, and the, the it it always felt to me in the voice and feels like when somebody leaves, it's a celebration of what they've achieved thus far, mm-hmm. rather than you weren't good enough. Mm-hmm. It it's discuss <laughs> and go. No, absolutely. So I 100% agree with everything you have just said. <laughs> I concur. You concur. <laughs> Would you do another reality? Venture. Do you know what I actually considered doing? Come down with me, just to break away from any vocal Did one. You? And so I actually applied a couple of years back, and then they, I made it through to the call, and then I didn't make it on from there. So maybe one day I'll come down with me because I was like, let's do something that's not musically related, just for fun. Just okay. I don't know why I, but I didn't make it through. So are you a are you a proficient chef? I do love to cook. Do you? Yes, I do. Yeah. Do you absolutely. also love to eat? A 100%. Do you? Yes. <laughs> I actually, I'm looking at you and I feel like my belly is schwalling because I you're rushed f- my food down to rush to get you and I don't think it's quite getting its way down yet, but your it was delicious. Your beautiful frame belies the fact that you love to eat. <laughs> I love you for saying that. Supermodel. Supermodel so S. one wears a nice baggy black dress. Oh, I thought you were going to say Spanx. I was thinking, Bridget, put those away. <laughs> exactly. So what would you have cooked on Come Dine With Me, Madam? Whew, that is a very good question. Mm. I did have to tell them, but what did would you? I have cooked now? You know what? I love a homey meal. So something that is just like full of flavor. Ooh. And so maybe even, I also married an Italian, so I have to. Well done. Thank you. Oh, well he done, He actually lady. does all the Italian cooking. Very good. I know. So I'm actually banned from doing anything Italian, although he will let me do a menenzani parmigiana, which I think is delicious. Oh. And all the vegetarians eat it too, which is also good because oh, it's just good. layers of 
really well, like you cook the tomato for about 55 years long and put all the parmesan in that <laughs> and you do layers of eggplant and oh, it's just delicious. My mouth so, is watering. You know, you can come around that one day if you're in Durban. I will be, I will be now. <laughs> Call me maybe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's what you would have cooked. Maybe, yeah, yeah I'd probably because then you can try add a little pasta dish on the side or you can kind of like, yeah, maybe. I You're think just so. a woman of many, many talents. Many, many talents. Many, many. <laughs> many, 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 many. Many, many. <laughs> thank you. I think. You're. <laughs> no, definitely thank you. And But everyone welcome. should cook because it's all about, I think it's also a creative process, you know. So um, my parents live in a tiny farm town okay. called Weenan. It's like, very far from the land. Nobody ever knows of it. It only has one tar road all the way through. It's just a dirt road, like, like paradise. That I absolutely love it. It genuinely sounds like. So I go there to escape. The internet is terrible. Yes. So you literally can't do anything. It's great. So I just go for long walks and I cook. And, um, I think it's, it is, it's a creative process because you get to, I don't do those recipe book things. Right. You get to like add and. You cook you in just, the same way that you play music. Yeah. You're like, oh no, it needs a little bit more of that. Oh, a bit more spice. Oh, a bit more swing. Oh, mm. you know, like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Speaking of the music, which is of course why you're here. Oh yeah. By the way, I'm a singer. <laughs> yeah. She, she sings. Like, she, not only does she cook delicious <laughs> Italian meals and has a gorgeous, I'm assuming, Italian husband, uh, but yes. she also plays music. <laughs> Will you play some music? I would love for to. Us now. Let's do that. Let's do it. One moment, please, while I move across the room. If you are just joining us, uh, Clary Clark is in studio with us and uh, is about to uh, perform live for us. This is very, very exciting. Uh, what are you going to perform for us, my love? So this song is called Falling. It's from my latest album. I did a full jazz album, and it's beautiful. And the name of the album is? She Encountered Wonderland. Which is probably the best album title that I've heard Thank for you. a very long oh, time. Thanks. What a beautiful title. We'll talk more about the album in just a moment. So this is... Falling, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. 
You made my heart fall right into freedom, falling deeper and falling and sweeter, falling braver, and you know it's true. Falling higher and falling wider, falling so much more, falling so much more, falling so much more. With you, falling so much more, falling so much more, falling so much more in love with you. talent you are young lady oh thank you beautiful <laughs> thank i love you. that so that is from the latest the album. latest album yes. the latest album she encountered wonderland she encountered wonderland who came up with that title me <laughs> and from whence did it come so one of the tracks on the album is actually called she encountered wonderland okay um, and the music video should be coming out very soon i'm awaiting the editor who keeps so pushing it's it done it's done we finished it in november and she keeps having things that keep coming in the way of releasing it so i'm like is it ready is it ready what's anyway, the premise of the, of the video so the video it's it was actually supposed to be one of my fabulously wonderful actress friends and then one of her babies got sick oh, no. so then it was me <laughs> acting in it so i'm dressed in this very like whimsical outfit just walking through sort of uh like forests and then there's a lot of animation that's going to come so um it's it's the song is all about when you Go when you're when you're in life and there's just so many dreams and so many future like such great future and I I just see so many people that have lost the inspiration and lost their dreams and so I, yeah so I wrote this song and so it's just in this sort of enchanted forest and little butterflies that are all animated coming oh. out of everywhere and just to Alice to take in you Wonderland. back it's quite Alice in Wonderlandy but she encountered Wonderland she encountered Wonderland <laughs> and you but could be she. I will Sorry, be sure. all the he's up. Is the, is the <laughs> album out and available for purchase on all digital platforms? On all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Every good. single one. Every last one of them. Um, talk to me about putting an album together because I guess it's a very different discipline that is required, mm. putting an album together to, to touring or to, to performing yeah, live. Yeah. Well, do you know what you like? You come up with a concept um, and sometimes you write a song and it's... You need the the work of your musicians to make it incredible. So I had a beautiful team working with me, all Durban artists. And, um, yeah, so you workshop it together sometimes. Sometimes I would come up with the main concept and then I would kind of take it through. So with this song, I, I wrote the whole thing. Actually, I was in Japan quite a lot last year. Mm. So I wrote it all in my little hotel room there and then took the main idea to my incredible pianist, Burton Naidu, insane brain. Like, you know, just one of those brains, you just go... How did you, how mm. amazing. And, um, and then he kind of helped put it together. I mean, when you hear him play what I just played, just forget what I just played here, guys. <laughs> Let's be honest. Um, yeah. So, so putting an album together in the process of it, it can be frustrating. Um, I mean, I was hoping to have it done way before July so that 
it would be printed and ready for the actual launch in August. But everything always runs behind. Mm, mm. And literally the day before my wedding, I was there in studio trying to get the last songs done, which still didn't even work out. So wow. it was, it's stressful because you're like, ah, deadlines, which with musicians, deadlines, they, they don't hear that word very well. Uh, but yeah, so it's, it's a beautiful process because sometimes you start a song and the way that it kind of evolves by the time you get to the end sort of product, you're like, wow, that's nice. Mm. Hey, look at what you did there. That was Nick. Shucks that guitar. Like, <laughs> oh, look at what you did there. Oh my God. So it's, mm. it's such a beautiful process, especially when you're working with musicians that you trust because you just are like, whatever you do. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, yeah. Chloe Clark is in studio with us, uh, and it is a pleasure to have her in. Uh, her latest album, She Encountered Wonderland, is out now on all digital platforms. All Please go and get yourself a copy <laughs> of it immediately. Uh, looking back now, or not looking now, uh, in terms of the artists that you draw inspiration from, have mm. you moved away from the classical? Are you more... What, how would you describe your sound? J- are you jazz? Yeah. So jazz. this song, this last song I just did wasn't too jazz. Yes. But yes, yes. So the latest album is predominantly very jazzy. Mm. Uh, but don't get swayed. It's very easy listening. And the thing that I loved about this project was you can play so much with melodies mm. and so much with lyrics. So you can write a lot more poetically which I think is so beautiful. And a lot of music has lost that today. Mm. Um, a lot of the mainstream stuff that you're listening to, like that's, it's very like catchy, but when you look into the poet, the poetry behind it, the poetry's gone. It's just, you, you sometimes need that to mm. speak to your soul. Yeah, 100%. And, um, are you so, more a lyrics gal or a melody gal? Um, I don't know if I lean more strongly in either direction. I think they both got to work together beautifully. Mm. So. Yeah, I don't know if I can answer. You can't answer. It's no, like asking no. you to pick your favorite child. Yeah, you see, and I don't have any of those, so I can say neither. <laughs> At one point, Emma, and correct me if I'm wrong in this, you did backing vocals for the one and only Saronan of Keating. It was honestly the most magical experience of my life, and I hope I have another one to top that. You know, I sang apart from, of course, marrying the Italian. <laughs> Obviously, thank you, Riccardo. Riccardo Antonio Maruji. <laughs> Sorry, Riccardo. Of course, um, you are up there. Obviously, with Roman. that was also kind of amazing. <laughs> that was all right. Um, how did that come about? That you were recording with Saronan. So the whole process, actually, it was quite amazing. So two of my very good friends. I was with my first album. I needed. We wanted to do like a barbershop, cute little harmony part for mm. the, you're the sweetest little something, you're melting my heart. So I needed these cute little voices. Well, cute, they got very great voices. Mm. And then we sang in studio and I was like, wow, we have a great sound together. So we were like, let's put on a show. So we put on a show. We called ourselves the brunettes because we all had brown hair. Very Orig- well done. Very original. Well done. We're very famous now. Well done. And... <laughs> And then I was like, well, guys, let's get a film guy in and let's film it. So we filmed it, put a couple of videos online. And then the manager of the KwaZulu-Natal Philharmonic Orchestra was looking for three women to sing backing. Well, and obviously we are friends with him, not Ronan, but we are now, <laughs> yeah, obviously, besties. And uh, so he was like, guys, can you do it? And we were like, uh, hold on, I think we're free. Sure, we'll be there. What time and when? And it was actually, it was... It was amazing. It was, you know, just one of those highlights that you're like, I hope this isn't the best point of my career because there's got to be more moments like this. Yeah. Because it, it was, 
it was like there was a certain kind of magic and tangible something special. It was amazing. A sexual energy. You could say that. <laughs> what, what's he like in person, Ronan? The lovely Ronan. He was actually amazing. The loveliest, sweetest guy. So you, there's a thing called the First National Bank Starlight Pop. They they have it all over the country. Anyway, okay. this is a Starlight Pop thing that FNB does for you, mm. everyone. Not everyone, just their very special clients yes. that give them <laughs> way too much money. Clients, yeah. <laughs> Not for everyone. Anyway, so they put a very big concert. Event. Very exclusive. So they put in a big concert for, for all these humans. And what was I talking about? Ronan. Oh, yes. Yeah, so it's a, it's a whole lot of artists that perform. And every time anyone would have just performed and come back into our little artist area, Ronan would walk out of his room, give them an applaud, and then go back in his room. And I was just like, what a legend. Because so many musicians become such divas yeah. when they reach any sort of... Not Ronan. Not not our Ro. Not our Ro. Exactly. <laughs> not our Ronan Keating. So no. if we could all just be humble as musicians, I think life would be better. Could we all just be more like Ronan? Can we be like, what would Ronan <laughs> um, do? What would Ronan do? <laughs> <laughs> what Ronan would do was applaud everyone as they came out. What's been, in addition to that, of course, which was a highlight, but mm. what's been a personal highlight for you in terms of your own music? Mm. So I, uh, I had a, <laughs> that's a good question. There's so much more that I want to do with my life. Goodness gracious. Uh, I had an incredible show in India on the 1st of January last year. Uh, it was actually so amazing. The most beautiful jazz venue I think I've ever been at. And the most wonderful group of listening persons, humans from literally across the gro- globe as well. The grobe. Mm. <laughs> Talking like a Japanese now across the grobe. <laughs> yes. And uh, so, yeah, that was absolutely incredible. And I'm selling out my album launch because it's always stressful yeah. as an artist. You look at the bookings and you go... I've put my heart and my soul into this. Nobody else is as passionate as me, yeah. and I've got two sales. Anyway, then it eventually sold out, and I was like, okay, we, okay, I think we're okay. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so there's always highs and lows, but those are two great highs. What would you like, if I could say to, if I said to you, you can collaborate with any person, um, and, and what's marvelous about me is that I'm this omnipotent being and I can bring people mm. back from the dead, you see. Oh, I so love even you. if you, yeah, wow, even amazing. if the person is Karen Carpenter, it's not a problem because oh, wow. I've got a straight Well, I would definitely in. go with Billy Holiday. Would you go with Billy? Hands down. That's not even, an, this, this, I don't even have to think Sober about that. Sober or high, Billy? <laughs> it has to be asked. Does it? I think so. <laughs> I think to keep I us all I'd safe. I think I'd like to ask. I I would prefer sober. I think we all would. Hey? Yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. Billie Holiday would be yeah, your... Yeah, she's just... She's iconic. Yeah, for sure. Her phrasing, she just is so... Yeah. Billie. Billie Holiday. Listen, this has been a treat. Uh, not just for my listening you ears, but for the, <laughs> not just for my listening ears, but for the listening ears of all of our late night listeners who I'm sure are absolutely gripped and would love you to perform something else in order to close off 
I would love to do that. Do I need to play musical chairs again? Yes, you do. Well, one moment, please. (laughs) You go and do that while I say that uh, if you are just joining us, uh, Chloe Clark has been with us. uh, And uh, don't worry if you've missed a large part of the interview because you can always go back and listen again at omni.fm. So far, we've heard the track Falling from her album She Encountered Wonderland. And uh, we're going to hear another beautiful song from the dulcet tones of Miss Chloe Clark. This is... Springtime. I like to sing songs of springtime, songs of love and songs of you. So many words. Feeling when I'm with you, you fill the sunshine with new emotion. You touch the whole world with your smile, and when you whisper, your magic potion causes eruptions for a while. A gentle whisper, sweet embrace. Laughter that fills my deepest heart Oh darling, can you say that you're the reason The sweetest reason every day And in the winter, you're the sunshine Filled with the colors from the fall And just to know you and that you're mine my sweetest love you have it all 